Hey, babe. Hey. That's it. (laughs) So, um, last week we didn't do anything. Well, we did a lot, but we didn't (laughs) didn't do a uh, a, uh, podcast. Yeah. So we took a one week hiatus. We did. Which we needed. We did. Um, not because I don't love doing the podcast. The, the funny thing is, is when we don't get to do a podcast, I actually feel like I miss it a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we uh, we had a busy couple of weeks and we actually flew to Oahu. Mm-hmm. Stayed there for about four days. Yep. And then came back and we've had just a million, billion things to do. Zillion, gazillion things to do. I finished. Which is, not, you know, <laughs> it's, we can make all the excuses in the world, but. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think that we have pretty good excuses. Yeah. But I finished my Audible this week. Yeah. Yeah. The second one. What's yeah. funny is, so here's the funny part is I, you know, the publisher asked me to do the Audible and I was like, no. <laughs> and by Audible, you mean like the audio version the of the book? The audio version of the book. And I was like, no, Nah, no, thank you. Just because I have so much on my plate. I mean, it's it. I just did not know when I was going to get the time. And guess what? It took me a year and a half to even remotely start it. So, yeah. um, but finally I was like, okay, I'll do it. And um, it took me a little while and I did the first one and I, and then I did started doing the second one and I did something that I was scared to do on the first one. And it turned out, to be the that I could edit as I go on the second one. And so now we're still working with the first one. Yeah, so the when you finished the second one, it was done. It was done. Because you edited as you went. Correct. And I'm still editing the first one. It's it's <laughs> like nine hours of audio I that know. I have to read through and listen I to. I know. So when you talk about excuses, I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah. Well, what's cool is now that we have this awesome podcast recording equipment. Yeah. It like gave you the opportunity to do the audio books. I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've learned a lot over the last couple of years. And I actually feel like as I continue putting out books, I mean, I have 10 books written, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of the Velieri series. So right. it's funny because I think about that and I go, okay, so now I know what to do and it'll go so much faster every single time I do totally. it. Yeah. You know, so that kind of ex- is exciting, but- Again, it's one of those things where you have to kind of go through a hit and miss until you get it right. Can we talk about airports? What? <laughs> okay. So, as I mentioned, we Tessa and I went to Oahu uh, like for four days. A couple Babe, weeks can ago. I just say like super stoked that you have an idea of what we're going to well, talk about? Well, <laughs> it's not positive though. So of I don't know if you're going to like not. it. I just, you know, okay, so we flew to Oahu. You actually flew there first. I did. We took separate flights there, um, which is kind of null and void to the whole point of the story. Okay. But on our way back, um, we experienced some really, like, obnoxious people. Oh, and I, with me? Yeah. You and <laughs> you I. You weren't even there. I, I know, but <laughs> I live vicariously through you, and I'm still angry about it. And it's like... I feel like, and I'm sure my, the audience will agree, the audience is like where humanity is its worst. The audience? No, no, no. Did I say the audience? You did. Whoops. Uh, no. Cut that. <laughs> um, mental note. 
cut that when you're editing this later. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cut you're it. You're not funny. gonna cut it. It's uh, no. The airport. Yeah. Is where humanity is at its worst. Oh man, really? Yeah. Okay. Because everybody's rushed. Yeah, I get it. You got to get to the flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got to get your bags in the right place. A lot of times, you don't know where you're going. Uh, the kids are obnoxious, crying. Do you want me to tell the story? Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of leading up to okay. it. Okay. So we just experienced like so much of the garbage of entitled America that I was so over it. Yeah. Um, so why don't you tell your story? Well. Or one of the stories. I'll tell. I don't know the other story. There maybe. are two immediately following <laughs> that I will tell. <laughs> there are. Yes. <laughs> And here I am. I don't even remember it. The one I do. Okay. He is correct. Let's just say, can we preface by saying, cause I don't want to, you know, a lot of people talk these bad stories and they're used to people who are just negative and stuff. Oh, people That's love not, it. People eat it up. Yeah. 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 But what I'm trying to they say can relate is to this. I want them to get the, the gravity of the story I'm going to tell because I want them to know how I am. Normally I don't notice any of these things. Normally you have to tell me what's going on. And then oh I go, gosh. and then I go, oh yeah, I guess I could think, uh, yeah, she's probably being a little bit grumpier than normal, <laughs> you know, or whatever. But I, we were waiting for our plane to come back home. We'd had a long weekend of a lot of stuff to do. And, um, I was going to get a, I was going to get a refill of my tea at Starbucks. And yeah. it's literally just what, what is that? 50 feet? Yeah, it's like right across from our it's gate. It's right across. So And we had a little bit of extra time because we, we got there a, early. Yeah, we had a little bit of extra time. Because the the responsible human being that I am, <laughs> we put in enough time to get to the airport so that we don't have to be rude to the people around <laughs> us. <laughs> You're right. We did do that. Um we're also talking about very young people right now though. I don't so care. we I start going and I, I look at Ben and I number one, we all have to understand Ben in an airport and Ben is always nervous no matter I'm what. I'm not okay until we are buckled in <laughs> the flight. Yeah. <laughs> so I look at him and this was a big deal for me to be like, no, Ben, I'm going to go get some, some more tea. I just want some more tea as we head back. And you were like, okay, just we're section B or C. Like you got to hurry up before then. I'm like, okay, okay now I'll that we're boarding, I'm going to go get a refill. <laughs> no. Classic Tessa. It took forever to board. And I got back with plenty of time, you did. even with all of this. That's actually not even part of the story. No, it's not. So I start heading over to Starbucks and I get to the point where it's all roped off. And like the I'm, line is roped uh, off. The line is roped off and I'm walking in line and I'm like, great, there's nobody here. It's like awesome. All of a sudden I hear like major um, running behind me, running. And then I can't, I can't describe it except for, you know, those moments in movies where you see someone and then all of a sudden the entire group like is running around them and you're, they're like, ah, like they can't move because so many people are running around them. That's what it was like. And all of a sudden these girls that are no more, no older than our kids, they're between so like these are teenagers. Yeah, they're these like, like between they're probably between 14 and 18. Yeah. 
perfect, so, perfect age for <laughs> right? kindness and politeness, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, if you treat them, if you train them correctly, right. yes. If you teach your kids, yes. But um, so all of a sudden they like, they like run in front of me. And Not I'm, just in front of you, past you. Past me. I'm in line. They run in front of me and move right in front of me. And I'm not talking about three. I'm not talking about five. I'm not talking about 10. I'm talking about 15 plus kids between 15 and 18 run in front of me when I'm already in line. So they're on some kind of nightmarish field trip out to just torture humanity wherever I, they go. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but but it was crazy because my first initial instinct, I tend to be a little bit more like a pushover. Okay, I tend to be a little bit of a pushover. So when but this was this was how bad it was. <laughs> the I look at them and I actually say out loud to all of the girls, I actually say, are you kidding me? <laughs> and then I go, and then they all look at me like, what? Like, no big deal. Like, we're here. Sorry. You yeah, know, like that faster, kind of lady. Right. I did feel like I was an old woman going super slow, apparently, to the line, but... Um, and they, what's funny is I just was standing there and I could, I, I couldn't stop looking at them going, are you kidding me? This is, are, this is like, this is the difference between, am I going to make it to get my little refill before I go on my, my on the airplane or not, you know? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what you were doing. What? It doesn't matter what you were in line for. Yeah. You know, well, the, the fact is you were in a line and they cut. Yeah, they to and and what's crazy is that then they started turning on each other because because they were late, right? Because they were late, <laughs> and the good. I hope they missed their flight. And the funny thing <laughs> is, is there was a couple of girls in particular that, I mean, all of them, and I don't want to stereotype anything at all, but all of them looked very. They were they were all dressed to the to the nines in the most expensive clothing and I looked at one of their backpacks they're from they're from uh the east coast all the way here in Rich, Hawaii entitled teenagers they were very it felt that way that's yeah. how that's how it felt and so I'm just standing there going I really hope that I have trained my children and then I thought wait a minute what am I saying my children would never do that never because we have freaking explain to them that you watch what you are doing. You look around you and you care if about anything, humanity. You let somebody go in front of you. Exactly. Especially one person. Yeah. We're if talking group, 20 people in a group yeah. ran in front of one person the who right was already thing, in line. The right thing. If, if they were to have been there before you and you walked up, right? they should have been like, Hey ma'am, would you like to go in front of well, us? We that's, have 15 right. people. Which we have done in the grocery store before, yeah. right? Where we've seen yeah, one person behind us. It's standard a standard practice. thing. But what are we missing in our training of our children and our teaching of our children? I shouldn't even say training or teaching. Just establishing human behavior and interaction. But this is the airport. And that's my <laughs> point. All I all didn't even remember this story. That's what's funny, Ben, is I didn't even remember I've this story. I've thought about it every day since. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. 
here's what I would have done. Okay. When that, first of all, here's what you do in this situation. Identify the ringleader. Okay. There's one girl. <laughs> I did. No, no, I did. And what you do. Yeah. You grab her by the ponytail. No. And you pull her to the back of the line. And you say, anybody else want to join her? Well, I started to say they started to ch turn on each other because this ringleader, and she's one of those, she's one of those kids that was in line, and she was just taking selfie after selfie. She was like, you know, she just clearly cared nothing about anybody else. There was a girl that was like, you can't cut to her. Yeah, they're, the now they're cutting in front of cuts. each other. <laughs> They, they, she looked at the so girl. So wait a minute. They do understand the concept Correct. of cutting. They do. Okay. We've established that. Yeah. So this one girl on one side was like, was like, you can't cut. Don't go there. Like we've already been here. We're like, we have things to get and blah, blah, blah. And here I'm standing there watching them having just been cut by 20 kids. And I'm going, are you serious? And the girls that this one person is telling not to cut, the girls are all like, we're not, we're fine. We're not, you know, and all this stuff. And the moment that that girl turned away, the girl that was the ringleader, I was saying, she like, like used her, uh, her middle finger to like flip a nonchalant, off the, <laughs> a nonchalant <laughs> middle finger. Yeah. We've all done that. But, then, uh, but then what happened was the next thing I know is I watch them and she's like, come on to her friend. And they move up to the, they move up to go look at something. I'm putting quotation marks to go look at something. And all of a sudden I realize I turn back around and that girl, the ringleader is like in front of all of the girls. And the one who told her to not cut is in the way back. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know. My only hope is that uh, her life is ruined ben! in the future. <laughs> you know, no, maybe you don't. maybe she'll um, you know get in trouble for underage drinking. Oh or, my gosh! Um, you know, she won't get into the college. That this is she Ben. This is Ben. <laughs> I understand, but no, but I do. I, do I, I believe one, in karma, though. But I, mean, I do one hundred percent. That's what I was going to say. I do one hundred percent agree that you know at some point, you know. The way, the way that we experience life and the way that we come at life is because of things that have happened to us, right? And is because of the way we've, we've figured out that, you know, kindness is key and that, that the only way to actually make this world round and good and all of this is to be the action that makes that happen. And so all I can say is that I, you know, she's gonna, they, these girls are going to have to figure that out and they will at some point figure it out. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that the, or maybe they won't and they're go, they'll go through life completely clueless. I, I do that, know those. No, I think that most of them will. I, I think that if there's anything good about growing up from that age, is, yeah. I mean, I think back to the, some of the rude things. I, I don't feel like I was ever, ever blatantly rude to like a stranger like that. Yeah. Um, I was definitely rude to my friends. Yeah. Like I was, I, I can think of a lot of really mean things I did that I wish I could take back, but I was a kid. Right. You know? And, right. and we all mature. We all grow up. No, it's most true. Of us. Yeah. And, uh, chances are that most of them will grow up. Most of them will finally realize what a, um, total, oh, I can't say it. No, you do not need um, to say anything. That, let me put it this way. Most of them will finally realize that that ringleader isn't so special. It's true. Yeah, and, you do. Um, yeah. But it is true. They were on, you know, it's a bunch of kids together. They stop thinking about other people when they're together. Well, let me and ask you this. Did you even consider 
how important it was for them to get some Instagram material for their trip to Honolulu. <laughs> I mean, no. that, if you're an influencer, that's really more important than your refill. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of people that need to see a selfie at a Starbucks. But wait, so you said more happened at the airport. Okay, I don't so, remember anything else. Yeah, so finally you get back. Um, I'm like, we're flying Southwest. And if you've ever flown Southwest, this was actually our first time. Yeah, we'd never done that before. But you don't have like a seat assignment. You have a boarding group yeah weird so we were like c uh, yeah c 18 or something like that yeah. so there's two boarding groups that get in line first and go get all the good seats and then the second group goes and gets the second good seats yeah <laughs> and then finally we're in boarding group c so it took us a while yeah so i'm standing there and i'm like um i texted you i'm like hey we're it's taking a while anyway so yeah. no big deal you finally get back and you tell me the story and then as we're entering the plane are you remembering now yeah like we're in line and it's like the same exact scenario i see these three or four, four. boys yeah. teenage boys teenage around the same age uh around the same maybe age. a little bit older yeah and i could tell they were standing kind of towards the front but they didn't get into the line early enough uh-huh and i could tell they were going to try to like kind of squeeze in uh-huh and i was like not today <laughs> <laughs> and it happened to be that they were going to try to cut like pretty close to uh -huh. in front of us. I know. And I got so close to the people in front of us and I stared at them like I didn't say anything and I wasn't blatant about it. Yeah. You can't really blame somebody for something they haven't done yet. Correct. But I could tell they were kind of like whispering like we're just going to sneak in. Uh huh. And uh, I just kind of like gave them the cold stare and I was like, this is not going to happen. <laughs> So we, we like shuffled forward and I like kind of like kept my eyes on them and made sure they got at least behind us. Yeah. Um, so they paid the price for the way the girls treated you. Oh, is that what happened? Yes. They, okay. they caught a little bit of my wrath because I wasn't able to defend you. Because I saw them and I was like, okay, so four guys, whatever, like they can go. If but I was you at were the like, Starbucks, no. if I was at the Starbucks, yeah, the dad in me would have been like, no. Right. Get back. Yeah. You know, but you're just, you're not going to do that. No, I wasn't going to do that. But I did as far as I will go. I, you actually vocalized I something. I actually vocalized something, which was huge. Like it was, it, there was no way I was, uh, there There was no way I could hold it back. So you know it had to have been bad yeah. enough for me to have like actually said, you've got to be kidding well, me. And I even said, you've got to be kidding me, girls. Like yeah. they knew exactly who I was I would definitely about. have said something to them yeah. because there was no huge male with them. There was actually, but he ended up going behind me. Like a upstanding adult yeah well but what's funny is there was an entire group behind me and they he never said anything even after watching that i'm now in between 20 kids up front oh there and was now a group of teenagers behind, behind me. him in his group yeah because they didn't make it oh man well either way yeah. um you know you gotta you gotta pay attention to your surroundings if you're gonna you know go all in yeah right? yeah because you don't want to get in a fight yeah no. but i would have been like that's not gonna happen first of all to them. And if something didn't happen, I would have ratted them out to the Starbucks employees. <laughs> well, and I would have just walked right past I will them say. to the front of the line and said, no, these no. girls cut. Here's what I will say is that, that th there was no fooling these Starbucks people. They were, they were well, in there. Well, shame they on them too. 
no, 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 no. Listen, you're not understanding oh, what I'm saying. Okay. I'm still mad. Ben, stop. <laughs> Calm. He's seeing red right now, folks. It's okay. <laughs> no, there was, it was one of those things where the girl behind the, she saw that what they did mm-hmm. and she she's the reason that I actually was able to get it because Oh, she probably just put your order in first. Well, I got close enough to where she was like, let me just do yours really quick. And so she did it. And yeah. So, so they, Oh, they were so annoyed by this group because this group came in and had 14 orders on top of their orders and they were talking over them the whole time. And they were asking for things that were obviously not there. And yeah, I want caramel walls. (laughs) And, uh, Walls? <laughs> yeah. They call it like because they put caramel around the. Oh, that's the what cup. they call it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Can I have the uh, standard rich white girl from uh, New York <laughs> special ben. at Starbucks? Please do not get us into <laughs> trouble. Oh my gosh! No, but it is. It's it's interesting because I'll have the Instagram special, please. I do. I do find it interesting to talk about you know, just the way this world is going right now. And, and I think that's why I, I love getting together with you and talking on this podcast, because it's just kind of a relief to just, you know, have a moment where we're, you know, we don't have to look at our news and look at all of that crap that's going on. It's like, we pull up to the gym today and all of a sudden I have these massive black, benches that I bought from a, a a restaurant here that was closing. Yeah, they're really and cool benches. They're really cool benches and I they're super heavy and super bulky, super big. So I had them sitting out here for what? Now 2 years. 2 years or so, yeah. And um we pull up to the to the gym and one of the benches is gone including yeah. a box next to it, a plyo box next to it that I kept there. I built those plyo boxes like 15 I know, years ago. I know. And they were gone. And and the benches were gone, or the bench is gone. I still have the bench underneath it's the other window. It'll too. probably be gone tomorrow. They're like, well, we got away with it. Let's go get the other I one. I know. So, it, but it's kind of one of those things where you roll up and you kind of go, oh, well, that was nice while it lasted, you know, like that looked cool while it lasted. And you think to yourself, like, it makes me go, it makes me wonder in my head, like what, what goes through somebody's mind when they see something that is somebody else's and they go, you know what? It's not bolted down. So I'm going to just take that. Yeah. You know, I don't, that to me is the weirdest thing. Well, and, and, you know, we live in a town where, I mean, theft happens everywhere, right? Yeah. But it's not rampant here. No. Like we, I don't, I don't ever lock. Not only do I not lock my truck, I keep my keys in my cup holder. Right. Uh, everywhere I go. Yeah. I mean, my tools are always in the back of my truck. Right. And nobody's ever touched it. Nope. And and like I said, I mean, there there is theft here, but we're just not used to having to like bolt everything down. Uh. Uh-uh, we're not. And and it's I I will say we're lucky in that way, but. And when I came up to it and saw that it was gone, I was like, well, okay, you know, like, what can I do? There's really nothing I can do. But it kind of sets in of like, oh, man, like, it just is, it feels, it feels like a bummer. Like, why, why are you taking my stuff? Like, I paid for these benches. They don't give a crap. I know, I know. Um, So there's another story. From the airport? From the same flight. 
What in the so world? Then Where was I? You you know, you just you just forgot about it. Uh, meanwhile, I've been teaming with anger ever since. <laughs> Um, this one, we, so we land in Kona, we're home. Okay. This was the first time we've ever left our kids at home alone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, of course we have adults, you know. We do. That they check in with. They've got, uh, Uncle Chris and Uncle David next door that yeah. are our favorite people in the so whole they were, world. So they were so. well taken care of, but it was the first time and they had a great time without us. They did. I remember that when my parents would leave town and be like, yes, we get the whole place to ourselves. Yeah. I'd call them and they'd be like, yeah, we ate two, uh, what is chicken it? Chicken pot pies. Chicken pot pies <laughs> each. <laughs> we, we stocked them up really good before we left. Um, anyway, so we land in Kona, and I'm sure people will relate to this. You know, you you pull up to the oh, gate. Oh, Yeah, yes. now it's now I you remember. Forgot. We pull up to the gate, and you hear ding, you know, the seatbelt yeah. sign. Right? And everybody so takes their seatbelt seat off. Have you ever been on a flight? And I'm asking the audience. Have you ever been on a flight? Here's, here's what's supposed to happen. Ding. Take off your seatbelt. If you feel like standing up in your row and getting your luggage, kind of like looking for your stuff. Let your butt, you that's know. That's perfectly acceptable. Get not sore. Yeah, you can yeah. stand up and stand next to your seat or, you know, as long as you communicate with the other people in your row. Yeah. Right? Um, but there's always those people that they're like way in the back of the plane and they think that as soon as that seatbelt sign turns off, they should be able to run as far as they can up the row to be able to exit first. <laughs> and then whoever they end up being stuck in front of, now those people in that row can't get up. Right. And they're stuck because these people were so selfish. So I saw it coming. There was a family. They spoke Portuguese. I don't know if they were he from... saw it coming. <laughs> I don't know if they were Brazilian or from Portugal, but they were definitely foreign. They weren't... These were not Americans. Um, they had... It was two adults, two, you know, two parents, and then like a couple of like older teenage boys and then a younger girl. So it was like a family of five. And I saw them coming down the row. And I looked at you. I was like, this is not going to happen for the <laughs> third time in the last two hours. So I stood up and I just put my back directly to him. And he actually bumped into me. Like they were rushing forward so fast. What if he had like diarrhea or something? You know what? We've all been there. He needs to suffer. <laughs> and He's getting getting two more to the front isn't going to get him to the bathroom. The bathroom was actually back where they were. You know what I mean? Like what if there, what if somebody was like, I don't know. Well, then they could have communicated to me. Excuse me, sir. This is an emergency. Can we get by? And yeah. I would have been like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. But that's not what it was. Yeah. They were just cutters, <laughs> just like the other people. Yeah. So I stood there and I held my ground. I put my hand, one hand on each side of the aisle on the chairs and I would not let them by. Not only that, I actually held them back to try to let everybody in our row out and get their luggage as well. Well, you could tell that the guy who was sitting next across the way from us. Yeah, that older man. The right? older gentleman. And you asked if you could help with his bag and things like that. And and it's it's funny because you could tell that he was bothered by it too. Yeah. And, and it's because everybody wants to get off the airplane. Yeah. Nobody wants to sit on the airplane and wait, but, but we've learned. Turn. When did we learn that? We learned that in elementary like school. Like kindergarten, they teach you how to wait that in line. You, if you cut, that's not okay. Yeah. That's well, you wait And in by line. the way, if you don't want to sit on the plane too long, pay extra for the front seats. It's true. Yeah, it is true. But, you know, I don't, it, it, I just didn't know whether 
like everybody knows that rule or not. That you is know? just stand. You don't even have to know the rule. It's just courtesy. Yeah. That you stand up and you don't You just crowd. don't crowd in you front don't of- You don't crowd. Right. Well, and yeah, like and what would make go through your mind to make you think, oh, well, I'm way back here. I can run to the front of the airplane yeah. just and because I, I can. I want to give them a, as much of the benefit of the doubt as I can in that different cultures have different standards. Yeah. You know? Totally. And there are some cultures that have no personal space. Like- Right. Remember when you were in Italy and like- a red light uh-huh. was, you know, if you do happen to stop for the red light, yeah, <laughs> there's no lanes. You just crowd at the front. Well, like, I was can get just telling front. somebody that the other day, <laughs> actually on the way to Oahu, I was talking to my friend Stephanie and I was telling her how when you go to, oh, she was telling me that in, um, somebody told her that in New Jersey that you can actually drive up to a person if they're, if they're not supposed to be walking like a jaywalker and, and you can bump actually them bump bit. them no, a little bit. No, you can't. There's no way. That's I not know. True. That's what I that was is saying. That's not true. I know. So we got to figure that There's out. There's no because way in I... any, any American law that you can bump a pedestrian <laughs> with your car. <laughs> That's what I told her. I was like, there is no way she goes. Now maybe in Brazil. I can I see that. Well, that was the funny thing is I was telling her about the very first thing that we did when we, we haven't, I mean, we've only been to Europe once and we went uh, back in 2002. We were one year married yeah. and we, we, we fly into Rome and we, we just get a cab. Yeah. And the cab is like flying. It was a, it was a death trap. It was, I was like, oh my gosh, I have never experienced this before. So we're flying there, but then we we're flying in this cab all the way to through Rome. We see the Colosseum, but I can't even like pay attention to the Colosseum because we pull because up to terrified. a stoplight. <laughs> And there's like two lanes for the stoplight and there's four cars side by side. And, and mopeds and scooters and <laughs> it's crazy. It's so, crazy. So there is a possibility that those people just like, I, I mean, I imagine the same way in Tokyo, yeah. like you just cram. I, yeah. Um, but either way, I, I think my whole, you know, now that I've had a couple of weeks for this to fester. Oh my you know? gosh. I did not even know this was festering. What I, what I think is interesting, because I knew I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, this is a great you. This is a great avenue. Okay. You know, little do these young ladies know that we have public access yeah. to share the story to millions and millions uh. of people. <laughs> and that's, that's my goal. Like our four cousins wouldn't that it be listen. Great, wouldn't it be great? Is if one of them listened to this like randomly oh and they're like, gosh. oh my gosh, that was me. I'm so ashamed. I should... I will contact them and apologize. There's no way. The best way to do that, have you ever seen this, is um, TikTok has become quite the... Uh, well, you should have taken their picture and shamed them online. Right? Well, TikTok has become quite the the detective mode for a lot of people. Yeah. If you don't like something that somebody does, you simply put it on TikTok. Yeah, shame them online. But here, do you Works remember... Every time. But Ben, do you remember what I was saying, though? Like... I I think this is an interesting discussion and I don't want to I don't want anybody to be all sensitive about this but I really do think this is a an interesting thing but uh, you know had they like like had I made a big deal out of it 
And they had only like videoed like a little bit of me being oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh, you guys, why are you doing this? Then I would have been yeah. considered the Hashtag Karen. Karen. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah. it's true. You do have to think about you that. You do. You have to think about um, that. And so instead I just st- stood there and just allowed it to happen. And I was like, okay, you know, like fine. Hopefully I get on my plane. Yeah. You know, I'm ready to leave and go back to you without tea, you know, which is yeah, not I that mean, big of a deal. Hopefully, but. hopefully they got stuck. <laughs> and hopefully it cost their parents thousands of dollars to get oh them a new gosh. flight. Oh my gosh. They were at like some kind of camp or something. I don't yeah. know. It was something funny. That is funny that you've been thinking about this whole time. Yeah. Oh, and totally. I had completely forgot 100%. about that. Um, no, but I, I've had a time to think about this. And the fact that the first group was upper class East coasters, maybe uh-huh. you know, upper uh-huh. class American society. Yeah. Right. They just looked very put together and yeah, fancy. Hoity toity. Hoity toity. Yeah. They the were, second yeah. group, the second group was a, um, a little group of local teenagers, like Hawaiian locals. Right. Yeah. And then the third group was a European family. Uh huh. And the whole reason I'm saying this, because you're looking at me like Ben. I'm looking at you like we things. are going to be canceled no, 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 tomorrow. No, no, no. This That's is not what like, I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is I feel like the fact that it happened three different scenarios, very similar from three very different groups of people. Yeah. Tells me that there's an overall sense of entitlement. I think our, right now there's- In an, our world. I think right now there's an overall sense of, I think everybody- is scared. How do I say this? And I, I say this with the best intentions. Like I think everybody is scared in a way to nobody feels united and nobody, everybody feels like they're in it for themselves Yeah, because they have to be mm-hmm. because everybody's afraid of everybody and everybody's, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't say everybody and do these drastic, you know, huge things, but I think that the majority majority of us are trying so hard to find our little um find our little way in the world so that we, you know, we I don't know. This this whole thing of social media, we've talked about social media a lot. And this whole thing with social media and doing the whole selfie thing and all of this, it's you you kind of are able to see a lot of crap all the time. Yeah. The media is constantly putting crap in your faces. And so maybe there's a sense of like people are in it just to kind of, you know, I don't it's, know. It's also possible that we're more sensitive to it because we live and I mean, we live in Hawaii in a small culture. I mean, in a small um, community. And there's a lot more like... um Culturally and just the community as a whole, there's a lot more of like, hey, can I help you? Uh-huh. Um, would you like it, to go in front very, of me? We're um, very community oriented. Yeah, yeah for so sure. So a lot of the, the junk that the society as a whole was going through during the pandemic, mm-hmm. we weren't seeing here. Right. Um, well, like even the, down to, you know, we were talking about the, the masks and stuff. Remember at the beginning, it was like the, there's a big overall in Hawaii, there's a big overall understanding of taking care of the kapuna, the elders, the yeah. elders. Yeah. And so y- there was a whole, there was a whole thing of like, most people were super 
cool about wearing masks when they're in like stores and things like that, whether they believed in masks or not, or they believed in all of that or not. Yeah. They were, they were at least like, you know what? I'm going to do it because this is a community culture. Well, and it was as simple as saying like the signs were like, let's take care of our kupuna. Yeah. And it was, it's just a, an understood thing. Yeah. You know, regardless of what you believe. Yeah. It was like, which, yeah, like, for example, my mother, you know, is, is closing in on 70, you know, has not been the most healthy for a long time. Um, my mom has actually lost about 115 pounds in the last two years since the pandemic happened. And one of the major reasons why she did that, I mean, cause for years she tried, Mm -hmm. but one of the major reasons she tried is because, the very first part of the pandemic, remember, you know, going back, it's such a horrible thing to remember, but remember when we were so scared of it, we were kind of like, what do we do? And she was alone in her house for like two months straight. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really know what, how no. it spread. and We how, didn't know how to yeah. spread. We didn't know how contagious it was. We didn't know. And my mom was not in a healthy place at that point. Well, and we were, we were all scared. Absolutely. And and her especially because of that. And so she, I remember at one point her being very much like nervous to go out, to do anything. And, you know, so for me, it was like, yeah, I'm going to wear my mask because my mom's life is extremely important and the community is really important. And that changed her life because those couple of months of, of realizing that she, her like her, uh, like just her body not being the healthiest it could be, her being on top. Of, she was put in a bracket. She was put in a bracket, yeah, kind of, a death of bracket. like, <laughs> yeah, like of you're the most fragile towards, yeah. you know, to this. And she didn't like that. Yeah. And so for the last couple of years, she's been working at losing weight and she's lost about 115 at this point. Yeah, pretty and amazing. she just th- spent the last three weeks going through Paris and Germany and Amsterdam. Yeah. And the whole reason for her losing that weight was she decided at, during the pandemic, no more am I going to be sitting around not doing the things I want to do. I want to go travel and I want to get this done. Yeah. You Good know? for her. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that, you know, like I was saying, for us, um, maybe we're just more sensitive to it. Yeah. I think that people who live in a big city like New York or Chicago. Yeah, it's probably no big They're deal. probably used to like, yeah. if somebody does cut, they're either used to it or they're used to saying something about well, it. Well, that was the big thing. That was the big thing with those girls, with those with those teenagers. Um, Like, I just don't feel like I would have experienced that here no, at all. Never. And the only way that I could experience it was at the airport when we're not surrounded by people who care and local and, and community oriented people. Yeah. And I, I think that's why I brought up the idea that the airport is like (laughs) a snapshot of humanity is at its worst. Yeah. What's funny though is, you know, I say that, but at the same time, you know, you paid a lot for these tickets and if TSA says you got to take your shoes off, it, it's yeah. either you take your shoes off or you don't go. Yeah. You got to And take we your all just off. kind of stand in line and, you know, don't say anything. Don't fight. Don't argue because TSA will just kick yeah. you out. Remember that time that we were at the airport in Colorado and there was a big blizzard and we had to get all of our stuff because we couldn't go to Oregon where we yeah. were trying to go to. And I'll never forget. It's the weirdest thing to me. Of course, everybody's upset. 
of course we're all like in the same boat. It was three days before Christmas too. It was three days before Christmas. None of us could, they canceled all of the flights because of this blizzard. None of us wanted to be doing this, but at the same time I had a baby Yeah. and I was pregnant with Georgia and what's crazy about it is there's this running um, kiosk thing, or what is that what it's called, where um, my, I knew her her um, car seat was going to come out of. Oh, like the baggage? The baggage thing. thing, but it was specifically, like it wasn't specifically for our baggage. You were at the baggage thing. Yeah, it was like I a was, special it, item uh-huh. um, baggage. Yeah, it was like a special conveyor. item conveyor belt. And there was no place to, it, people were lined up around it. And I see Evie's car seat. And there's this woman that's right there where the car seat came out. And she was, and she was like staring me down because she could see that I needed to go get something. Yeah. But instead of moving, she stared me down and she stood in front of Evie's car seat. And so I, I go, oh, excuse me. And I reached around to get the car seat and it was heavy. And so she, I, I bumped into her shoulder and she goes, I knew you were going to do that. Oh, oh man. And what's funny is. This happened is, f- probably 15 years ago <laughs> and I'm so pissed right now. Uh, <laughs> I want to find her. <laughs> But what's funny about it, and I, I apologize. I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You should have I been just, like, then get out of the effing ben, way, lady. Stop. But I was, I apologized to her and I did the right thing. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But then when I was walking away, I thought to myself, this woman knew I was trying to get this. Had she simply chosen to just take one step sec- to the opposite direction, she would have been like, here, go get your thing. Or, but instead she or, stood adamantly so hey, it, like right I in front of me. I see that you're holding a baby. <laughs> Let me grab that for you. Oh, Maybe. I hope she's suffering ben. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's you know, so funny. I say that. Um, but the truth is that those people really are suffering. <laughs> They're suffering yeah. with their own no, negativity. They're, yeah. they're suffering from their own negativity. Yeah. They're missing out on the joy of helping. So people. let's leave, let's, you know, it's time to go. So let's leave them with a thought. Let's all know that the airport is something that is, it's tough because we got a bunch of different people that are all different kinds, all different people here. Okay. And we're all in, we all have timelines. And we all have made our choices of whether we're going to get there like with a lot of time or we're going to get there with not a lot of time, right? Mm -hmm. And I let's all be very conscious of let's make the airport a good place to be. We haven't even touched on how people act on an airplane. (laughs) This is just the airport. gosh but it is true like when you get to the airplane or the airport with plenty of time and you know you're all just i you know there's no reason to make it worse for everybody freaking chill people (laughs) it's just anyway i'm gonna get off my soapbox get off your soapbox you know what do somebody a favor and help them yeah grab their bag for them you know what even better just stand away from the conveyor belt about 10 feet until you see your freaking bag. 
Oh, that was the other thing. <laughs> if you don't see your bag, you don't need to be toes on the conveyor belt. It's true. Like your bag will come around and there's a reason that the conveyor belt is really long. Yeah. So that everybody has a place where they can find oh their. Oh my gosh. Or on the other hand, if somebody, if there are a lot of people, move out of the way. If you see somebody seeing their, their baggage. You shouldn't even and, be in the way. Right. There should, be a, there should be a yellow line 10 feet away from the conveyor belt that says, do not cross until you see your bag. I agree. You know what? Comment if you agree with any of this or if you disagree <laughs> with any of this. I would love to hear what you guys think. Just know that if you disagree, <laughs> I will disagree with you <laughs> right back because you're wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Did we leave with any kind of positivity? We did. Okay. I said, just let's just, I think that the funny thing is, is none of these things have to be a bad experience. Maybe, you know, even if you have a bad experience, seek out. Counseling? Just, no, no, no. Yeah, I well, think yes, you should. <laughs> but try to remember one person that did the right thing at the airport. <laughs> And just well, think about that. I do think I do I do think it's really cool when I see people constantly helping other people pull things down from the upper cabinets and yeah. and stuff like that on the airplanes. Like I there's no reason we can't I did be, see can't we all just get along? <laughs> I did see this wasn't this flight, but um there was a woman, a single mother traveling when we went to the mainland a month ago. Yeah. And one of the um flight attendants held her baby for oh, her I saw when that. she needed to go to the bathroom mm -hmm. or, or, you know, eat her food or whatever. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Remember the man from the airplane in when we were heading to Europe? I got to go, love. Oh, yeah. He got up to go <laughs> pee, like, as we were landing. And they're like, sir, sir, you, you can't, can't do that. You can't go. You can't But go. I've got to go, love. <laughs> and they're like, Like, there All right, was well, no other can't, option. Can't stop him. I actually think we were leaving. Yeah, I actually he, think we were, he, he needed probably, to be in his, in his seat and... He Buckled. probably peed all over himself. Oh, no. He was the cutest man in the world. Yeah, he, and was he was like, like a million years old. He was a million years yeah, old. So they were like, you know what? You can do whatever you want. Yeah. She's like, you've got to sit down. No, I've got to go, love. <laughs> yeah. That's like the British version of F you. I'm going anyway. <laughs> right. He had to go. He just said it so kindly. Oh, but man. Direct. Like, kindly, no, but direct. I'm doing no, this. I've got to do this. Yeah. I'm a grown man. I can do this. I've got to go, love. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we talked about the airport. I'm glad okay. you got it off your shoulders. I'm going to let it go now. Are you? Yes. Okay. Ben. If anybody's listening and they know anybody that travels through <laughs> <Stop>. Honolulu, <laughs> breathe, take five breaths, Ben, nice and deep, and let it go. Okay. Okay. Letting I think I, I think Ben's going to let it go. Uh, if you guys have a hard time letting anything go, just let us know. I would love to hear about it. Um, we will be back next week. Um, thanks for letting us not do it last week. We just had way too much to do, but that will be the last time. I for sure. Uh, I don't want to promise that. <laughs> no, we're going to get it done. All right. We love doing it. It's fun. Uh, we will talk to you later. Have a great week. See ya. Bye.